Humbly Human listeners, thank you for listening again. I hope you have a wonderful end to your year this year. We'll have a couple of more episodes before the end of the year, and then we'll start a new year where we're looking at new and exciting, joyful things. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and Merry Christmas. Well, today I'm going to tell you a really funny story of Christmas past for myself as a child and um, something that I think and we laugh about every single season. My mother and I share a good laugh about this. And so today I'm going to tell you about a visit to the nativity. Now, I know all of you have nativity scenes in your home um, at some point place. They all look a little different. In fact, I was watching the news and there's a a church that displays nativities from all over the world and they're all beautiful and different. I love nativity scenes. In fact, um, before I was married, it was one of the things I asked my husband for when we were dating for Christmas gift. I wanted a nativity set um, so that we would have it throughout our marriage and I wanted an all white nativity set. Now, don't ask me why. Who knows? Probably just because I knew it'd be hard to find. I don't know. Um, But I love it. And it stays up year round. And uh, it means a lot to me. And um, I guess probably because nativity goes back to my childhood. And I always was mesmerized by it. And I used to lay on the carpet during the season and just look at it and think about the story of Jesus being born and the wise men traveling and the shepherds and the animals and how he was born in a stable. And of course, now we know uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, the story is the, the reality of the story, but I just loved the nativity. And so um, each year, my mother and I laugh about it as she sets it up um, in her home. She places the wise men in the moss-covered wooden barn that's a little worse for wear now. Um, The moss is a little off, and I really should steal her poor nativity and try to repaint it and uh, give it new life. The paint's chipping off a few of the characters, and it's a little older, and but it still presents the story. Uh, even though it's a little rough for wear and, you know, I often giggle to myself and think, well, they did travel a long way for baby Jesus to be born. Um, as my mother always gingerly places the characters in barns, she will look over at me with a smirk as she places one particular wise man in its place. You see, often as she does this, the head will wobble off onto the floor and I always bust out laughing as she will go to recover another source of glue from the cabinet in her sewing room to try to repair the wise man's head. It's not just funny that the head falls off the wise man. It's how the head was removed many years ago. You see, it was all me. I was the one who decapitated the wise man many years ago, or rather, I had a part to play in the decapitation of the wise man. To share this story, I want to first say that I was a good child. I didn't go in and try to tear up my mother's nativity scene. I never really gave my mother and father much trouble. And in fact, I would play by myself quietly for hours in my room with my Barbie dolls. My mother had a huge Barbie house made for me when I was a little girl. And I absolutely loved that Barbie house. It was not like those plastic store-bought ones. It was wood with real wooden shingles on the top with large rooms and I had furniture to put in each room. I had a bathtub. It was just, it was the best. I adored that house. It was dark blue with light blue trim. I loved it and I thought I was so lucky to have this house. I adored it 
but like any little girl, this was not enough for me or for Barbie. It was time for Barbie to take a trip, to go find her man beyond the blue wooden house. She loaded up her pink Barbie car and she and her best Barbie friend went down the stairs to the front living room. There among the packages and and the Christmas tree was the moss-covered barn with men Barbie had never seen. There on the plush red carpet of my mother's living room was a barn filled with Jesus and some very handsome wise men. Now Barbie was no fool. She knew a man bearing jewels for a king like Jesus had to be a far cry better than that plastic kin that was so fake. It was love at first sight, and yes, you can imagine, they would need to keep their love affair quiet. Should anyone find out, it would truly be a great punishment. Barbie would keep their visit short, and they would always stay in the barn. She would stay close to the barn. She would drive him around in her fancy pink car and the fancy fixings of the season in and out of packages and around the tree. Then they would part ways in the evenings and the wise man would go back to his post among the stable mates. Each night, Barbie would make the long trek back to her large home far away, only dreaming of the next time that they would meet. Then once the festivities had been held and the day drew close to the wise men leaving until next year, Barbie decided it was time to send him off with a loving kiss. She loaded her car in her best dress and mismatched shoes, of course, as she could never find the same shoes when she dressed. The long, sparkly gown blew in the wind and she sped down to the red carpeted fancy area. She parked her pink ride just feet from the stable and decided she would surprise the wise men on that fateful day. As she rounded the stable, she moved by the reverence. She was moved by the reverence. The way everyone adoringly looked at the baby in the small bed made of straw, the camel eye resting, and Mary and Joseph were looking on. Then she saw the wise man standing with reverence, and she knew he was something special. Even though she knew she would not, she should not, she entered the stable and she made her way to the, to the man who had caught her eye only weeks before. As she leaned in to kiss him, he tumbled backward and came crashing down on the stable floor. That is when it happened. His head rolled off out of the stable onto the red carpet just beyond baby Jesus. Yes, Barbie had decapitated the wise man with her kiss. She quickly put him back at his post and placed his head lovingly on his shoulders and quietly drove back to her large blue home. There she mourned the loss of her long-lost wise man. I will never forget as my mother packed away the decorations that year and I helped her take the ornaments from the tree and place them in the box. She went to place the nativity in its rightful box to be stored away until next year. The slight jar of the scene caused the wise man's head to roll across the room. I remember my mother saying, well, look at that. His head fell off. And she went and retrieved some glue to try to repair the wise man. I just stayed focused on removing the ornaments without saying a word from our tree. In my head, knowing that Barbie lay across her small bed in that upper room of her blue house crying for the loss of her wise man. 
the first kiss had removed his head and ended their love affair forever. I did not share this with my mother until I was in my 20s, and we were putting up the, her yearly Christmas decorations. And I said, you know, it was an affair that was hidden from the world. I remember her turning to me and saying, who had an affair? I went on to say, oh, it was years ago and no one knew, but they said that the first kiss is what how it really happened. I remember my mother looking at me with this strange, perplexed look on her face. Who are you talking about? Do I know them? With her mix of inquiry and the need to know who had been engaged in an elusive affair, I went on to explain, oh, it was not something that was ever expected. But when she visited the stable, I'm not sure if it was the love that was in the air of baby Jesus or, but uh, no one ever expected him to fall backward. And, and then it happened. He crashed to the stable floor and his head rolled past Barbie and just beyond baby Jesus. I'll never forget my mother standing there as what I had said resonated in her head and she put the thoughts together and it hit her. Her face lit up like a light bulb and she said, it was you. You had that Barbie in the stable and you broke off the wise man's head. I said, oh, no, 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 no. It was not me. It was the affair of Barbie and the wise man. It was never expected. What was an innocent trip to the Holy Land turned into an elusive affair. My mother said, all these years, I had no idea that you broke that wise man. I innocently looked at her dead in the eye. Mom, it was the love at first sight. Can you blame Barbie? There he stood, a man bearing gold to the king. There, we, there it was. The mystery of the wise man and how he lost his head had been solved in the Ashby house from the late 80s. Just as it states in Matthew 2.11. And when they came into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell and worshipped him. Well, he fell all right. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And in our nativity scene, his head. Barbie walked into the stable in awe. And as well, and she, in that day, the head of the wise men is still not stable, you see. Because Barbie, oh, uh, well... It rolls off occasionally. We laugh each year at this funny tale, as it truly is the innocence of a girl playing with her Barbies. I know that it, it isn't the best message to send, but there is a message there for in the holiday season. Don't play around with the nativity, but then again, what a better place for Barbie to visit. I thought about that meaning behind Barbie seeing the true wisdom in a man that knows the Savior of Jesus. If you have a young lady in your life, tell them to seek a wise man that gives homage to the Savior rather than focusing on the plastic world of today and what it can offer. In other world, words, in a world full of kins, seek a wise man. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and this brings you some funny to your holiday season and maybe as you're putting up your nativity and hopefully your wise man's head won't wobble across the floor like ours does each year. But I hope that you do realize that paying homage to our Savior is the most important thing that you can do this holiday season. Have a wonderful and humbly human day.
Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed Humbly Human. Be sure to like and follow so that you'll get more episodes from us coming soon. We'll drop a new episode every week. Have a great day.